Hello, my high school students. It is time again for another exciting HFLE lesson. I am Wendy Mullings, Education Officer for Health and Family Life Education from Region 7. Before we begin our lesson, I want to share with you a poem that was written by a student from one of the secondary schools in Region 7, Clarendon College. The student's name is Melissa Lewis, and she is in third form, otherwise known as the ninth grade. The poem is titled, A Loss Ain't a Loss. Just listen keenly and ensure you hear the words of encouragement coming from this talented student. A Loss Ain't a Loss by Melissa Lewis. Only time could rewind, then why wouldn't we learn it different? Girl, how long have you been sitting here and just trying to be patient? Ain't nobody coming to save you, so just please take a step or make a move, even though you're weak inside after that heart's been battered and bruised. I know this ain't a good feeling, battling with depression and again you'd always lose. There she went searching for love that she didn't receive. Please don't be captious whenever she wears her heart in her sleeve. Tired of crying herself to sleep at night time, and so you kept on overdosing. Not to mention those uncontrollable tears that just kept on rolling. But haven't you blamed yourself enough already? Let's get moving, you know we can't stay here. Plus it's way too dark, I bet even if you left, no one would even hear. Time and time they all keep running in, so there she goes wondering if it's him or him. Picked wrong again every time she chose. And so in the end, you know, she would always lose. It's like Romeo and Juliet sending love from far away out. That vibe and connection, and they couldn't pretend without a doubt. Persuading that you loved her though, then you leave. She was begging with her tears, bro. Like, don't go, please. You got to stop blessing these memories onto every single day. I hope now you see the reason why you shouldn't even stay. I guess you saw something in her that you didn't see in you. But remember, for a game to be played, they need a minimum of two. It's nothing new, that's how they come and go. I promise, that's how the series starts, and they end it like strangers go. A world like this is full of terror, usually dark and gold. You just got to be wiser next time, because scenes like these never get old. I hope this opens your thoughts and gives you a clearer view and stop blaming yourself for the things you didn't know. I lost things, I lost you found yourself, ain't that true? So baby girl, I think it's time to say goodbye and to let things go. I know you more than anyone else. You're worth more than anyone else. Wow, Melissa, that was very impressive. Students, I'm sure of you, some of you could relate to a similar experience, but as Melissa conveyed, it is important for us to remember sometimes we will lose things in life, such as friendships, a race, a competitive game, first position in class. But once there is life, we can pick up back ourselves and move on as there is still much to gain. A loss ain't a loss because you are worth more than you know. Point taken, Melissa. Very good. Parents, our lesson will be exploring an intense topic. So I'm recommending that students at the primary level do not listen to this lesson. 
based on previous topics from the grade 7 and 8 HFLE curricula, which some of you might call syllabus, our lesson today is ideally for grade 9 students. However, students from grade 7 and 8, please do not move. Stay right there because you can also benefit from this lesson. As you know, for this term, our featured theme is sexuality and sexual health. Our lesson topic today is Stamp Out Risky Sexual Behaviors. I will repeat, Stamp Out Risky Sexual Behaviors. Students, are you ready to stamp out risky sexual behaviors out of your life? Of course you are. The value for our lesson is prudence and the life skill is refusal. As we go throughout this lesson, I want you to consider this. Why teenagers should know facts about risky sexual behaviors and why they should be avoided. Yes, I know some of you already have the background knowledge to these questions, which is commendable and useful, as I want you to use it to make the right decisions to ensure that your health and future are protected. By the end of this lesson, students, you should be able to, one, differentiate between facts and fiction related to risky sexual behaviors. Two, endorse prudence in avoiding or rejecting risky sexual behaviors. Three, demonstrate the ability to use refusal skill to prudently avoid sexual behaviors. Now, students, how much do you know about risky sexual behaviors? Hmm? Let us play a game called, is it fact or is it fiction? I am going to make some statements about sexual behaviors and you are going to tell me whether it is fact or whether it is fiction. I see you're getting it. Great. Make sure you keep score so at the end you can assess your rate of accuracy and reflect on your knowledge about sexual behaviors. Are you ready to play? Is it fact or is it fiction? Let's go. Number one, abstaining from all forms of sexual activities will eliminate all risk associated to teenage pregnancy or contracting a sexually transmitted infection, otherwise known as STI. Student, is that fact or is it fiction? Hmm. It is indeed a fact. Only abstinence, which means to not engage in any form of sexual activity, can guarantee 100% protection. Number two, once you use a condom every time during sexual intercourse, you are protected from getting pregnant and contracting an STI such as syphilis. Is this statement a fact or is this statement a fiction? What do you say students? If you say fact, you are incorrect as unlike abstinence, Condoms do not provide 100% protection. 
the proper use of a condom reduces, not eliminates your risk of getting pregnant or contracting an STI such as HIV. Also, if you're not using a condom properly, which can tear, you have increased your risk of getting pregnant or contracting an STI such as HPV. Number three, oral sex is not a risky sexual behavior. Students, is this fact or is it fiction? If you said fiction, you are correct. Engaging in oral sex is a risky behavior as you can contract STIs such as herpes. Number four. Even with the proper use of condoms, having multiple sex partners increase your chances of contracting an STI. Is this a fact or is it fiction? It is fact. You are more likely to get HIV or another STI when you have more than one sex partner or many sex partners during your lifetime. That's because more people means more chances that one or more of them will likely to have a HIV or an infection. Remember, wearing a condom will not guarantee 100% protection. Students, you're getting it very good. Number five. Deep kissing and genital rubbing is safe and will protect you from contracting an STI. Hmm. Students, what is your response to this one? If you say fact, you are incorrect as this is fiction. You can get herpes, which is incurable but treatable from deep kissing, especially if the person is experiencing an outbreak. This is evident from cold sores seen on the lips. You can also get the following STIs from genital rubbing or in other terms, rubbing your private parts together, such as syphilis, crabs, genital warts, and trichomoniasis, otherwise called as trick. Number six, some STIs, example genital warts and herpes, can be transmitted even if a condom is used during sex due to skin-to-skin -skin contact of the genital area. So, if you were listening to the answer for the previous statement, I am positive most of you have answered facts. Number seven, hormonal birth control methods, example the pill, do not provide protection against STIs. Is this fact or is it fiction? I am hearing you say fact and you are correct. Taking the pill only reduces the risk of getting pregnant. Number eight, for extra protection, it is best to use two condoms. If you said fact, you are wrong, wrong, wrong. This is straight fiction. Two is not better than one in this case. 
this can actually increase the fix friction, my bad, friction between the condoms and make them more likely to tear. Other condom errors can also occur. Number nine, you can still get pregnant if you have sex in water. If you agree with this statement and you said facts, you are indeed correct. Having sex in the water does not prevent pregnancy as water does not wash away or stop the male sperm from traveling to the female's egg. Number 10. Having sex with a virgin can cure you from an STI such as HIV. Students, what do you say to our final statement? Is this fact or is it fiction? Are you serious? Some of you really believe this myth? This is definitely fiction. Having sex with a virgin will not cure any form of STI. It only puts the former virgin at a higher risk of contracting the STI. We are now at the end of is it fact or is it fiction game. Tally up your scores. Did you get 10 out of 10? Awesomeness. If you get 9 or 8 correct, very good. But if you get below 5 and you're in grade 9, then you need to increase your knowledge, which is not in preparation or permission for you to start engaging in sexual behaviors, but to ensure that when you reach the appropriate age, you will have the adequate understanding to make the right decisions. In your current state as a student, please note that all forms of sexual activities or behaviors are risky. I hope for now you have selected to abstain as it is the only method that guarantees 100%. I'm sure you are now more aware of risky sexual behaviors. I am encouraging you as students to use the value prudence when making decisions about sexual behaviors. What is the meaning of prudence? Please look up the word in your dictionary, hard copy or online. Have you found it? Great! Please listen to the definition that I have. Prudence is the ability to govern and discipline oneself by the use of reason. It allows us to exercise caution before we make a decision. Was your meaning similar to mine? Of course it was. Now quickly write down this reflexive question in your HFLE journal. Students, you know when it comes to HFLE time, you should always have your journal beside you. Please write the question, how can I use prudence to avoid or reject risky sexual behaviors? Let me repeat, how can I use prudence to avoid or reject risky sexual behaviors? When you're answering this question, I want you to reflect on all that you have learned about risky sexual behaviors and the meaning of prudence and really think how you can use this value to protect yourself, others, future goals, and health. Please share your answers with your immediate family members, 
close friends or your HFLE Which life skill can you use among your peers and others to avoid risky sexual behaviors, especially if you're outrightly being asked? Did I hear you say refusal skill? Indeed, you are correct. What is refusal skill? Okay, I can hear some of you saying, telling a person no. But is it is it that all this life skill entails just saying so, so no? Based on the definition and the steps, refusal skill is more than just saying no. Refusal skill is the ability to communicate the decision to say no effectively so that it is clearly understood. What are the keywords you heard in the definition? Did you say, say no effectively or that it is clearly understood? Yes, you are correct. Unfortunately, when some of us say no, it is not done effectively or it is not understood or it is not believed by others. Let us go through the steps of refusal skill. I wonder if you remember, some of you should because you have been doing refusal skill from the primary level. Step one, use the word no in your refusal. So in refusing, you definitely have to say the word no. Step two, emphasize your refusal by repeating the refusal assertively. So by being assertive, you're going to use a clear, strong voice. Look the person into his or her eyes. No smiling. Step three, use appropriate body language. So you must have a serious expression on your face. Is either going to walk away and you can also gesture with your hands by showing, you know, indicating that you're saying no. Step four, give reasons for refusing or list possible consequences. You can also use this moment as a teachable moment, meaning help the other person to understand why you are refusing. Step five, suggest an alternative where possible. Step six, change the subject or walk away. Sometimes you might have to run away. It depends on who you're dealing with. And the last step is Report to an adult when necessary. Sometimes, depending on what you're asked to do and what you're refusing, it is important for you to report to an adult. Now, I want us to put the steps into action. Let us create a scenario so that we can practice refusal skill as it relates to avoiding or rejecting risky sexual behaviors. I am going to share with you the scenario the scenario sorry that is in my head. You can also try to formulate your own scenario. So my case scenario will be presented from the female's perspective. Male students, please ensure that you formulate your own or you may flip mine into the male's perspective. So you're in class. And James approached you and said, Sexy, I hear you'll be turning sweet 16 on Friday. 
you know that 16 is the age of consent, right? So why not let us link up on Saturday and let me be the first to pop your cherry? <laughs> you don't have to worry, you know. As you look at me, you know, say, I am free of HIV or any STI. Plus, babes, you can't get pregnant if you do it the first time. So what you say, babes? It's a date. Based on this scenario and yours, I want you to ask yourself this reflective question. What should I do? This is a time for you to apply refusal skill that shows you you will be prudent in avoiding sexual behaviors. Let us put this into practice. So if you are sitting down, I want you to stand up. Females, I want you to face James. Males, I want you to face Shelly and use the steps in refusal skill to let him or her know that you're not interested in getting involved in any sexual behavior that will hinder your future goals. Okay, ready? Let us do this together. So listen to my response. James, no, it will definitely not be a date. Sorry, we are not going on any sex date. The answer is a big no. I am not interested in losing my virginity to you because I am turning 16. Even though I'm 16, I am not ready to have sex. My youth, it is obvious that you have no idea of what you're doing when you said, I cannot get pregnant by having sex for the first time. If you are having sex and it is unprotected, you are at a high risk of having an STI. And for your information, James, you can't look on somebody's handsome face or sexy body and determine if they have an STI or not. How about you and I go to the teens clinic for you to get tested? As your friend, I am very concerned about you and your health. So what you say? How about we go to the, clean, the teen clinic for us to speak to someone that can give us factual information about sexual intercourse and possibly for you to get tested? Okay, students, let us review our responses to James or Shelley and see how best we have applied the steps of refusal skill. Was the word no used in your refusal? For my response, that is a yes. Was it said in an assertive manner? If you ensured you use a clear, strong voice and eye contact, then you have done well. Students, did you hear the way I spoke to James and made sure that my voice was very clear and strong and I emphasized my refusal by letting him know that I am not interested? Was the appropriate body language used? If you were smiling when you were stating your refusal, you need to practice again. The little, no, no, James, that can't work. You have to be strong in saying no. You cannot be saying no and have a smile on your face. Serious expression only, right? And you can also use your hand gestures to emphasize your point. Were reasons for refusing or possible consequences given? I am sure 
you gave your reasons or identified your possible consequences. I had to tell James that I am not ready to have sex and inform him that he has the wrong information about having sex for the first time. As we all know that pregnancy can still occur. Seeing that he could have been so blatant to come to me and ask me for sex, it makes me wonder about his various risky behaviors, which can possibly lead to contracting a STI. Was an alternative suggested? Based on James' lack of knowledge on risky sexual behaviors, I suggested that we should go to the teen clinic so that we can be properly informed. I even suggested that he should get tested. Was the subject changed or did you walk away? You may have walked away, which is good. But for me, I changed the subject when I suggested to James that instead of us linking up to have sex, we should go to the teen clinic. The last step is not mandatory. As it says, you should report to an adult when necessary. For my scenario, if James didn't listen to my suggestion or if he completely ignored me and possibly started to become more aggressive in his approach, what do you think I should do? So I know some of you are saying, if James refused to listen, you would have approached your HFLE teacher or your guidance counselor and let him or her know that some students in the class do not have factual information about risky sexual behaviors. And you think it is important that a lesson or session be conducted. As it relates to James becoming more aggressive in his approach, as if he's insisting that you should have sex with him. I know that most of you are saying that you will report to an adult such as your HFLE teacher, guidance counselor, dean of discipline, or even your parent, parent or guardian. Students, clap yourselves. You, you have successfully used the steps of refusal skills to effectively communicate to your peer that you will not engage in risky sexual behaviors. Very we good. Now at our final activity for this lesson. Being that most of you are at home, I want you to ask a family member or members to assist you with this activity. You are going to discuss a scenario where you are being asked to get involved in a risky sexual behavior. Role play the scenario and demonstrate how you would use refusal skill to prudently avoid this sexual behavior. To make it more exciting, create a checklist with all the steps of refusal skill and you may ask another family member to check all that were depicted in your role play. If you are from a large family, you could also get them involved by letting them join in the scenario or create another one for your refusal skill show. I seriously wish I was a fly on your wall to see your role plays. If you're able to, please record and share with your teachers and friends. 
We are now at the end of this lesson where I will leave you with a quote highlighting the value of prudence. It is from Amit Kalantri. Prudence is precaution. Prudence is protection. Repeat with me. Prudence is precaution. Prudence is protection. Students, continue to, to be safe and well. Until next time. Remember, students make better choices when they learn life skills. Thank you. Until next time. Bye.